What's happening, everyone? Welcome to this episode of Everything 9000. Uh, we did an August roundup last month and it was quite well received. Thank you to everyone that liked it. So we thought we'd do a September roundup. Got a few topics lined up today. In the description, you can look at the chapters. You know, if you don't like a particular topic, then fuck you. But we're going to be talking about a whole range of things now. You know, we've done a whole episode on the Queen and the Royal Family. You know, it's just been unavoidable. There was one element which I wanted to cover in this, though. The day after the Queen died, Kevin Bridges, comedian, Scottish comedian. I love him. He's been a legend in the UK since day I watched him as a kid. And I thought it was hilarious. But he came out and he made a joke about the Queen the day after Mm. the Queen passed. And the joke, you know, it had... It was arguably a smart joke, but you know, you make you form your own opinion on what, on what you think of the joke. The joke was that you know the queen won't be the only person, old person, to die this winter, alluding to the fact that you know energy bills are rising. The prime minister in the past, Boris Johnson, or mm. the ex prime minister himself, said that you know bodies will be piling up this winter due to the fact that you know people can't afford to pay their energy bills. Mm. So he was alluding to that stuff. Exactly. There was a big outroar, like oh. Kevin Bridges, how can you make such a distasteful joke? Oh, I think he came out. I think he came out. He opened the show and he, you know, he said, "Yeah, of course the show is going on." What the fuck do you mean? Blah 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 blah. Made this joke. She won't be the only old person to die this winter. Few people took it the wrong way. I personally thought the people that took it the wrong way lack the mental capacity to understand the joke. But some people are of the view it's just distasteful to no, joke. No, I think it's not so at all. Okay, the people it's not the mental capacity under uh, lack of mental capacity to understand the joke. It's the fucking lack of mental capacity to understand reality. Okay, they want to live in this fucking wonderland, yeah, where everything's perfect. The queen, the queen is their queen, and all that stuff. Right? Let me ask you a question, yeah. What? What? But what? What? what if you, why are we gonna what? be mourning? Okay, look, no, we've had a twelve-day mourning, ten-day okay, pe- mourning period for the queen. Are we gonna have that same for every person that dies? By uh, the way, yeah, I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Like, I have the mental capacity to understand that joke. Yeah, my humor's fucked. But what I'm saying is. What if he... Uh, if you say the word respectful or respectful, you got to pay me pound every time you say that. Bro. <laughs> yeah. What about... Listen, bruv. Why don't you ever let anyone speak? <laughs> what about if he opened that comedy show and he cracked the same joke, but it was about your mum, bruv? Yeah, if my mum was a queen... <laughs> Okay, yeah. If my mum lived in extreme privilege, no, like no, 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 no. I'm just saying, yeah, uh, I'm just uh, saying. What, what, what my mum doesn't live in extreme privilege. If my mum lived in extreme privilege, okay, and if my mum was the queen, would you find it funny? I would find it. I would find it okay. Yeah, you'd you would find it okay. Yeah, no, you wouldn't. Okay, okay. I would. Amre, Amre, listen. If I listen, knew my what, what mum lives yeah. in extreme privilege, okay, as the queen did, oh, and she died, okay, Amre, Amre, give it a rest. <laughs> give it a rest. <laughs> if your mum lived in extreme privilege, your chances are you'd be. Like Prince Andrew, bruv. <laughs> so, so, Sean, just clarifying, your personal view on this is that it was distasteful? Slightly. I think, you know, when it comes to, like, joking about people's death, right, um, maybe so soon in a country that obviously clearly is very, like, has, has a lot of respect for the Queen as a whole. The Scottish I, feel very different. Obviously, there's oh, independence. Sure, about that. Okay, and yeah. Celtic fans, there was a whole mm, video. Right. They held up a banner. Mm, Everyone same. around the country was having minute silence, etc. They held up a banner saying, clap if you think... If you hate the royal family. If you hate the royal oh, family. Oh, shit. I mean, look, the thing is, I get both sides, man. Uh, from personal preference, I mean, again, I'll be honest, like, these things don't bother me that, uh, that much, but... I, I can just see how to some it's distasteful and how to some they'd find it funny. Mm. Yeah, but, but when, why is it not being allowed? Why is it not But allowed? what's your view? 
this is gonna sound really boring, man, but I, 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 I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I just don't actually know what is my view. Like, would I find it funny? Like, I'd probably like chuckle. Would I lose sleep over it? No. Would I be offended? No. Okay. So, um, so it's not distasteful to you. So that that's your answer. So you yeah, find no, it. No, but I can yeah, understand. Exactly. Like, it may, maybe like to some. The, the thing is, like, when the queen died, right? I wasn't upset, but at the same time, I wasn't joking about it either. I think. From a comedian, you should expect humor on the topic. Mm. Now that might sound fucked, but no, I understand it, that. It's, it's, and, and it's the way you tell the joke. I think that the fact he touched on a very important topic—exactly the cost of living crisis, the energy bill crisis—you know. I mean, look. If if you look at it for black and white, right? He said the queen isn't going to be the only person that dies this winter, right? Yeah, old person. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah, he's right. Mm. So yeah, like get with yeah. It's, but he, he didn't say anything offensive. Mm. I mean, he touched on. Yeah, well, truth. he did for a lot of people. That's what I mean. It like, is the truth. You know, what people I don't find like is what, what he's telling you is the reality to come. Okay, yeah. the grim reality to come. Mm. And I, I don't think people are dismissing it as disrespectful or distasteful because they just don't want to fucking hear the reality. To you come. know, you know what? You, know? You, you said something right now that's made me like really. I, I know what my opinion is. Yeah, it's about how you tell something mm. in the context. If you look at that statement for black and white, it's truth. You can't. Maybe he's just trying to make people. See some light in the truth mm. because it's truth. So is that distasteful? It's not. I don't think it's fucked. Mm. But I think the outroar. Personally, I think the outroar and you know the backlash that Kevin Kevin Bridges got from that. I, I didn't agree with it. I think people nowadays are just trying to cancel comedians too much. Yeah. I think in a comedy space, you often need to understand that you know people people do yeah. test the barriers. Most yeah, agree, test yeah. the barriers. You know what comedy is all about. Comedy is about basically. Holding it's a little bit about art, like, you know, when you talk about films and just general art. Anyway, it's holding up a mirror to society. Okay, yeah. Mm. And what Kevin Bridges has said in that instance is actually the grim reality. But because it's a comedy show, he has to tell it in a light way. That way, where you laugh at it as well. But then you actually come to realize what the truth is. Yeah. That's what comedy is all about. So you know what? Like, absolutely props to Kevin Bridges for that joke because mm. it really hit the spot. Shout out Kevin Bridges, man. If you want to jump on this podcast, talk to us about it in more detail. <laughs> you know, let us know, man. But all right, okay. That's one ticked off. Another topic I wanted to talk about is Patagonia chief gives away wealth, you know, the company to fight battle against climate change. They really talk about, they did it in a smart way. You know, they they didn't mm. just make the company public or they didn't just give the company away. They gave their company away to their original holding company. I, I don't know if it's a holding company or a sister company, but a company that completely represents the core values. I thought that was interesting. Then I was like, okay, yo, what are these core values? I went on their website. They've got four core values. Mm. And, you know, Ishan, you do your clothing stuff. I thought mm. this was quite interesting to talk about. You know, number one is build the best product. First I read that, I was like, oh, everyone's trying to build the best mm. product, obviously, or they sell, they sell, mm. they'll say they will. But they said among the most direct ways we can limit ecological impacts is with the goods that last for generations mm. or can be recycled so the materials in them remain in use. Mm. So that is a different way of thinking, building the best product, right? Mm. Second value they have, cause no unnecessary harm. We know that business activity, lighting stores, dyeing shirts is part of the problem. Mm -hmm. We need to change our business practices. And they recognize that, right? Number three value, use business to protect nature. Mm. 
Mm. Business intrinsically is the opposite. Mm. You know, you will harm nature in the process. You are taking something big out of it rather than give something. And they said, look, the challenges we face as a society require leadership. Once we identify a problem, we act. We embrace the risk. We want to restore the stability and the beauty of the web of life, right? And the fourth one, not banned by convention. You know, just doing things differently. Mm. A lot of companies have that value. So, but yeah, the ones that touched me were, you know, the environmental ones. Mm. It is genuinely a brand that. You can tell it's not just greenwashing. They genuinely care about the environment. Um, yeah, but look, they've been around for a while, right? And they've always, like, proud of themselves in, like, uh, producing, like, outwear for, like, climbing mountains, <laughs> like Snowden. But, um, you know, um, and... What happened to me? I can't get my words out. <laughs> and, and, you know, they are literally, like, acting out on their core values, like... Like, for example, I think the second one you read out was basically making clothes to last. Mm. Yeah. So the thing is, fast fashion is not sustainable. It's like so bad for the environment, but they do actually make very good quality products. So if they're saying that, I mean, that their stance is that they are going to make clothes that will last for generations. So people aren't constantly buying clothes. I mean, that's good. And look, contracting fast fashion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And now they've sold I th- how much did they sell the company for? Like two bill? Well, obviously, since that announcement that they've said, you know, our only shareholder is us, that's what he wrote down. Yeah, yeah. Um, he personally lost a lot from his personal wealth. Hmm. But, you know, the brand image is just shot through the roof, man. Yeah, yeah. But, like, you know, I mean, it's, I, always, I, I it's, always praise bit, it's always a bit funny with the clothing companies and so on. Like, if you looked at, did you guys look at the whole thing with the, um, what's the name? Um, one of the Kardashian sisters, um, Courtney Kardashian. Who does she pair up with in US? Um, I have no idea. I think it might have been Boohoo. Have a look, quick, quick look. Courtney Kardashian, like Boohoo. Right. Well, right. either way, one of these brands, right? One of these, yeah. like, you know, one of these fast fashion yeah, brands yeah, yeah. in America, right? Yeah. yeah. And there was this whole, like, little fucking stank of hypocrisy and, like, just, like, absolute taking the piss. Right. So, Kim Kardashian, so this uh, British brand is trying to, like, you know, gain uh, ground in America. Mm. So, they signed up Courtney Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian, was they call, you know, one of the first things they wasn't wanting to know about this was, like, you know, the sustainability of all this and all that stuff, right? Because of my principles and so on. Like, fuck off. Right, you know, it's fast fashion. It's all about fucking taking from the environment. Yeah, stop fucking fooling everybody else or and yourself. Okay, you know, mm. it's all about purely about peace. Mm. It's all about money mm. at the end of the day. Yeah, mm. every every single person now. That's what companies are doing: greenwashing. Yeah, yeah, greenwashing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's sticking a fucking sustainability sticker on, yeah. on the clothes, right? Yeah, okay? yeah. But what does sustainability mean? Mm. A lot mm. of companies like I don't, what, 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 I, don't want, I don't want them to come after me with a lawsuit or nothing. But like H and M, etc. Oh, hundred yeah. percent. You know, it's like, like how much are they really doing? You can see through it though. Exactly, yeah, but yeah, and yeah. like even H and M, like you know, they they, they have. Their clothes made in Bangladesh and look at the conditions of the workers there. Mm. There, you know, the H and M like will pay fucking millions to executives, but it can't pay back. Uh, you know, the workers in Bangladesh they still owe money for. Um, I think like you know the cold during COVID. You know, even to um, you know, even to uh, for example, if a company uses like organic cotton and stuff, it's like more it's more sustainable for the environment. I'm not saying it's the most sustainable because end of the day, you're still producing stuff. You're still using water. You're still using like a lot of natural resources. But I was doing some research the other day and like a lot of brands that claim that make, that they make organic cotton, right? They just need to be certified by a professional body. Mm. And 
just because you're certified not might not actually mean that your clothes are organic exactly. you, you, you just need like a certificate it's just the sticker so that put on. so like yeah you guys said greenwashing it's happening <clears throat> and, and the truth is the these companies i mean a lot of companies just care about the peas they, they they want that good brand image and people will pay just to have a certificate on the wall just say yeah we've got it it's a bit like but, the food industry you know like in in terms of, especially in terms of like fishing and so on They've, they've got these organizations where like, oh, it's sustainable if you have this sticker. But you know, the only way to sustainably fish is not to fish. Okay. You, you, you can't fucking fool nobody. You're not taking out anything out of the sea sustainably because it just never happens. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's similarly in that sense with clothes as well. So this company, I don't know. I've, I've not heard of them before. I did see this in the news that they want to give away their wealth. Like, you know, fucking they props to them, right? Yeah. Um, they've talked the talk. Let's see if they walk the walk as well. And I think they, they probably already are. I don't know what's happening with them. But if they genuinely, if this is the first... Uh, to be honest, I'm always very skeptical about businesses that come out and make these big statements saying, oh, I want to give away my money, all of that stuff. Because at the end of the day, it, you, you, it's always just my man's to words. It always you know just... financially, he is a billionaire, but he might be a billionaire that you like, Amrit. But, you know, anyway, yeah, yeah. this is a topic I thought we'd cover. You it know. is interesting. Let's see how it goes. I'll keep man. an eye on this. What for the viewer, goes. man? Educate yourselves, yeah? But now we're going to be talking about a law that was passed in the US state of Illinois. I think that's how you pronounce it. If it's Illinois, not. yeah. Right. It's called the Purge Law, coming into effect in 2023. Wait to watch this video, I'll put it up for you guys as well. But. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. It abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights. And keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed and all we can do is give them a ticket. You have to decide what level of force is required to remove them and whether or not it's legal. This is a massive threat to the residents of Orland Park, Cook County, and Illinois. Now, thing is, right, this law just sounds stupid, but you've got, right, a state officer sitting there giving you this information. How do you react it's to not that? looking good, bro? No, bro. This, 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 by the way, the way he's saying all of this stuff, right, is very inflammatory. The way, like, I've noticed that it almost sounds like fake news. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. I can't lie. Yeah, you know what? To be honest, like, it's very, in, like, he's obviously very anti the law. Jokes right? aside now. Yeah. Jokes aside now. He's like you, bro. Your, <laughs> jokes aside, we're here, right? Imagine we're in Illinois. Yeah. And your state officer says this. Jokes aside now, you got a smile on your face. If this news came out, you would be fucking shitting bricks. And Bro, blow it. when you said someone could live in your shed and <laughs> all I can do was give them a ticket, but you choose how you, like, what, dispose of them. Well, you choose the level of force you use. Yeah, yeah, and you see if it's legal or not. You decide if it's legal or not. Bro, I'm, like, getting, like, seven, eight dogs, bro. I, I need protection. Like, that. that's fucked. <laughs> like, I, I don't know if, like... It sounded, the thing is, so we had this chat about this, right? And this I, is, that was all over my social media. And I, I saw that video. And yeah, it's just a bit, 
over the top, That's like the real world purge. Real world purge, basically the movie, yeah. That's why everyone's calling it the, the purge law. How is it the purge law? Like, I don't get it. Like, I... So anyone, like, there's a whole cashless bail thing. Okay, okay. Right? So you don't need cash and they'll get bail. Yeah. That includes these, what, third degree rapist, murderer, okay. whatever the fuck it was. All of these grim okay. people. Kidnappers. Yeah. Okay. All these people, for the first 48 hours... The police doesn't need to go and charge them, like and arrest in, them, and they'll no. be free. They can commit a crime, and no, 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 no. You see, you misunderstood this. What, 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 what is said is okay. But one, you can get bail easier, which is okay. That's a point that you can make. But you can always, like rapists, murderers, can always have been able to get bail before anyway. Correct. Depending on whatever, right? Okay. Correct. Okay, so that's just playing up a little bit there. Okay, yeah. Second thing, it says. If there is a violation of bail conditions, okay, yeah, Correct. then it's like 48 hours before anything can be done. Correct, which okay. is exactly what I just said. No, 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 no. What you said is like, oh, they, they won't like charge for them like 48 hours. No, it's if there's then, a Yeah, they won't no, no. go and find them for 48 hours. Exactly, but what I'm trying to say is like... It's, a violation of a bail term is a crime. It is a crime, but what it's trying to say, it's trying to play it up and be like, okay, look, this guy, this rapist is coming out of jail. Uh, you, you know, before eight hours before we could do anything, he'll fucking kill you. The off. fact of the matter is, is... The is, fact is, of the matter is... A kidnapper would... Some people that go to jail and some people that have committed crimes are that tapped. And the whole excitement and buzz around this, don't forget how Americans are, man. Very different personalities to us mm. in the UK. They would love this, man. They'll be talking about this in jail like, yo, what are you going to do in your 48 hours? No, 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 no. But people... No, 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 no. What, bro? I'm telling you, no, no, if no. this was happening here right now, you would be having a very different no, conversation. No, no, no. I am. I am. Look, I think this law is fucked up. Don't get me wrong. I think it's fucked up. Okay, yeah? And and But I'm not saying we need to cause alarm as it is like that video is trying to do. What you're trying to understand is if, if a violent person gets bail, that person's going to be violent in the first hour, two hours, three hours. Okay, it doesn't matter if they get 10 hours. Or and they've got 48. Yeah, and they've got 48 and it's bad. Okay, yeah, but... And the the point that this guy's trying to make with the forty eight hours is like that person could have twenty four hours. Okay, Look, yeah, it's light in here. Yeah, should I turn the lights off? No, Should no, it be dark? No, no, no. But you see, Should we have it? And, and no, imagine, no. yeah, that that brother's knocking on the door. That brother's knocking on the door. He could be knocking on the door like the moment he leaves jail. What they're trying yeah. to say is like the problem with this. I'm open up. No, no, no. I'm not just talking about the door. No, no. no. What they're saying, they're not saying that this person will go commit has 48 hours to commit a crime within that state. They're saying the concern there is that this person can escape. If somebody's electronically tagged, they're saying if we if somebody's electronically tagged, yep. and we can see that they're out of the area, mm. right, where they they where are where they're not meant to be, for example, they can go point. as far as Alaska. He yeah, said. yeah. Mm. So that's the whole point of escaping. Okay, yeah, it's not about they're going them on a fucking killer so rampage. What are you trying to say, basically? So I'm trying to say like you're going on as if it's they're going to go on a killer rampage and all that stuff. It's not that they're just why, saying like why would person, they not though? They're, they're, why would certain people not though? No, no, no. look. He's all about electronic tags. The point of an electronic tag is you can monitor where a person is. Look, okay, yeah, and he's. Let's go down to the basics. No, no, no. That's what I'm telling you. I think in explaining the point, I think you're getting a bit confused. No, no, no. You're 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 thinking. Okay, this guy has forty eight hours to go and kill everybody. He does though. No, no, no. But if that person is of that mindset, which a lot of criminals are. No, 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 no. Look, what they're trying to say with electronic tags, he's saying with people that's been electronically tagged, we can't like. It's not limited to electronic tags. It's just bail conditions. But then how, no, 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 look, how are you going to monitor the person anyway, right? If somebody's out on, uh, they have a bail condition. Exactly. You're not getting the point, Brev. Like, what I'm trying to say to you is a person who comes out on bail and wants to break bail conditions could do that anytime. It doesn't have to be 48 hours. It doesn't give them an extension. 
Okay, what that is saying... It does give them an extension because in a normal sense, you would expect to be arrested as soon as you can. Exactly. Someone who breaks a bail condition could then be arrested in hour 13. But in this is instance, they can't. If somebody so goes and fucking kills somebody, right, so yeah, they'll be arrested at that moment, the moment they found out. Listen, did you see the manner in which he was speaking? Yeah, and it was very and alarming. that department, right, that department... We'll not give a fuck. I'll be like, oh, it's all right. We've got another 24 hours until these 48 hours. All right, well, we'll go arrest him later. No, no, it's not the case of that. What it's trying to say is if we, if the person's electronically tagged and they've noticed that he's out of an area that he's not, he's meant to be in, right? Or for example, he's in an area where he's, he's in the next, sta- uh, next state. Yeah. What they're saying is that- They're not gonna find him. Yeah, that is, they, they can't actually like act on it, right? Okay, yeah? Exactly. exactly. Yeah, which is a bit exactly. worrying, right? That doesn't mean that, that person's right? escaping, okay? But that doesn't necessarily, I get your point, but you're, you're painting this picture as this person's gonna go out Should and- Should I tell you why I'm painting that picture? Because of the points I've just said. Not all criminals are like how I'm describing. Exactly. But certain criminals are. Yeah. yeah. They, they and are. those criminals and don't tend to get bailed so easily as well in the first place. How do you know? Because it's, if somebody- How like, do you know, bro? The, the, the You don't the, know. No, no. You're chatting shit. You fucking dickhead. We've both done law. We know how bail works. I know okay. how bail works. Right? What? Yeah, yeah okay. I know how. If, if, to be if, honest, I don't really know how bail works. No, no, no. I'm not if, working if, in the police. If there are two people, for example, I had one criminal law module, okay, bro. No, no, I got better marks than you. Person, but that doesn't mean I remember you. You did not get a better mark than you. I studied for that. Shut right? the fuck up. And I, ref- I did the exam and I forgot it the next day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so, right? Okay, look. Person A has committed robbery or, like, says his theft. Person B has committed murder. Person A is much much easier to get bail than right. person B. Right. And that's the whole concept presuming, of the law. Presuming person B gets bail. Okay. Right? Yeah. Then now, this murderer kidnapper is now on bail. Yeah. In the state of Illinois. Okay. Right. Now, hour two goes by. They have committed a crime. Okay. Yes. What is that crime? That crime is, he's fucking broke down your house and he said, I'm living here, motherfucker. Yeah. What are you going to do? Go make me some roti. <laughs> yeah? You can't do shit. You can't do shit. You call no. the police. Hey, man, that's your problem, son. You choose the level of force you want to use. Right? I don't know what state that is. Sounds like a Kentucky accent, right? But we're going to go with it, right? No, now what are you doing? No, this is, you've got it slightly wrong. What this guy, look. Oh my God, I have not got it wrong. You have because what if, if this guy breaks in, you get fucking arrested for breaking entry. What is it? Are you actually dumb? No, are you not? You're actually stupid. No, right. no, no, no. You know no, what no, that no, is? No, that's I'm, 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 burglary. You think they're not arresting oh people for burglary? God. They are saying that. Do you want to watch the video again? You yourself said. So you're basically saying. Do you agree? So what you're saying is this? What this video tells you? What this law tells you is that they just said. No, 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 no. So what you guys are saying? They're decriminalizing fucking burglary and robbery. Is that what you're saying? Bro, he the, the decriminalizing break-ins. Is that what you take from that? Not decriminalizing it. He will face consequences, of but the... just not in the forty-eight hours. No. When somebody breaks yeah, into okay, a house, yo, you guys are reaching the table. I might, I might go over. You no. guys are so no, 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 no. Okay, one second. What you guys? If somebody breaks into your house, even in Illinois, you call the police. The police will fucking get them at that moment. Do you want to watch the video again? He's saying within the first 48 hours, that's so not applicable. It's not applicable in the no, first 48 hours. No, he's not saying that. Oh, you guys are misunderstanding it so much. This guy is dumb. If it's somebody like, breaks into your house, it's burglary. Okay, and if you call the police at that point, the police will come. Listen, 
The police are not going to stand. Fuck a criminal, okay? Yeah, for oh example, somebody, normal God. person, civilian, who is not on bail, right, breaks into your house. They're not saying they're going to take 48 hours before they arrest that person. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we're done with this topic, man. Listen, everyone, yeah. Watch it back, right? When the video comes back up on the on the video, when I talk about the video, I'm talking about that Gora that's telling us the rules. Mm-hmm. Try and understand it. And mm-hmm. then you can let us know what you yeah, think in the let comments us know below. What you think. In the comment. I want to see a comment drop from you. Okay, what the problem I'm trying to... Yo, uh, what's okay, next topic? I'm not going to let you Next talk. topic. Liz Truss is the Prime Minister of the UK. Pretty Patel, yeah? Pretty Pretty Patel is no longer the Home Secretary. How do you feel, Amrit? I feel we've replaced one evil with even a worse evil. Swella Braverman, if you thought Pretty Patel was bad, which was fucking extremely vile... Like, Swella Braverman is the fucking mother of that. You don't understand how deeply evil Swella Braverman is. I'm telling you now, Pretty Patel did a lot of bad shit. She abolished a lot of like, re- regulations and so on, like a lot of rights and so on. Okay, yeah? She's she's going to amp it up even more. So even though I'm extremely glad, extremely pleased that, that Pretty Patel's gone, she's now on the backbenches, nobody gives a fuck about her anymore. She's probably going to go get a second job as a, as in the private sector now because obviously earning about 100k or whatever as an MP as she earns is not going to be enough for her own greed, okay? So that the power's been taken Maybe away she just it. wants a nice car. Look, that's right. what I mean. That's what they're getting to okay, 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 okay. To be honest, I don't think we have an opinion on Pretty Patel or whatever, in it. That's just for him. Yeah. But is, is Liz Truss an improvement on Boris? Uh, no, because she's like a female version of Boris. Because Liz Truss is... Okay, look, you got to look at Liz Truss's career, okay? She started as an, uh, like a, a politician. Within Bro, the, I don't want to hear history. Please. No, no, no. Please. You're asking me if Liz Truss... Okay, 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 go on. Yeah, you got one minute. You got go, one minute. She started her career as a Liberal Democrat MP, uh, not MP, but like politician, right? She was a Liberal Democrat. If you go back her, back and watch her video, she talked, she actually very much, you know how she's saying about all oh, the Queen, this, all the monarchy, this and that, right? Okay, now, there's a video of her when she was much younger, probably about my age, right? Where she's saying, we need to abolish the monarchy. It's completely irrational. It's also and so. There's the actual video going around right now as well. If you, I don't know if you've ever seen it. So she's your best friend. I'm no, not on no. that side of TikTok. So well, oh, okay, okay, yeah. But what does that show? Her journey has been from the left, probably the centre left, all the way to the right. What does that show her? That she's very, very, very like career minded. Bro, that's going to be you say, do what you need to do. No, I respect no. the hustle, man. No, Listen, to the left to right, switch lanes. You get me. You got to do what you yeah, got to do. Really like game of there, there, there has to be. There, no, no, no. Jokes aside. Jokes aside. If you're a politician, you have to be. You have to stick to your principles. You got to stick. To I your know principles. what you're going to say. I don't need to hear. Yeah? Okay, okay. Cool. Cool. So no, I don't respect Liz Truss. Right, listen, you she's, trust she's an idiot. You she trust can't her. fucking find a way out of a room. Listen, listen, properly. listen, 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 listen. Next topic. No way. That was actually under one minute. You know. Yeah, yeah. I had to. I was getting bored. Um, yeah, anyway, <laughs> Hindu extremists Ooh. in Leicester. Yeah, tell us about that. Yo, you know one thing. Yeah. So okay, that's so, spinning uh, out into Birmingham. By the no, way, no, no, yeah, no. It did. It happened in Birmingham. You know what? I okay about that topic. Everything that's happening in Leicester and. Um, with, uh, Do you know what? what? Imagine I don't know nothing about this now. Tell me what's going on. Wait, before he tats bare shit, I've tried to find out what's actually going on. Right. And they're like, there's more than a few stories I've as heard to one story. why this is happening. I've heard one so story. So I don't know what's wrong, what, what's right and what's wrong. Shall I give you my story and then you tell there's me if I'm right or wrong? There's so many conspiracies out there. Right, let me, let me, okay, okay, okay. But let that's me, no, 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 no. Let me go. You ready, yeah? You ready, yeah? I heard this on the streets, you know, this is real shit. There's an account from the streets. I've been hustling out here trying to get value for you boys, yeah. So, I heard there was an India versus Pakistan cricket match. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Stems from there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, See, I've nailed it already, right? Okay, anyway. So, yeah. 
I think it was it was Hindu Hindus that initially with like a big machete machete type knife stabbed I don't know if killed but injured Muslims mm. as a result of the match. That's what I heard. I don't know if that account is correct or not. As a result of this, I heard that um, Muslims then went and defaced mandirs mm. with uh, graffiti cans. Mm. And then on the back of that, Hindus have gone to mosques and defaced mosques. And then as a back of that, we've seen the results. In no, no, so what, so uh, that, is, that could be completely wrong, but you tell me. Okay, so what I, like, I don't, I don't know the exact details. Exactly. But, uh, what I've read in the news about it is the fact that it stemmed from India-Pakistan game. Yes. Know? I think uh, hold on, Ishan, apparently that's being used as like... Uh, a reason but it's not actually the reason no but I can, I can see it stemming from that because to be honest there'll be like a hundred conspiracy theories about there's so that many yeah so but then I, but the most realistic one if you think about it is Indians we know how much that game is like fucking revered right yeah India Pakistan mm-hmm. so when people something, love that like, like, people people like, you know, yeah, yeah it's like it's like almost apparently like, another thing is uh, it started in Leicester right mm-hmm. in Leicester there's like a huge um, Gujarati community yeah, and apparently um, the it actually started because there were actually like some Hindus, but they were from Pakistan, some Hindus from India. This is like another theory I read. No, no, online. so what you're alluding right. to. No, right. set, set the record straight, man. What? Okay, because so what I heard was like from like, I, uh, there was a lot on this Twitter, like who were people like journalists that were on the ground. Okay, yeah. So one of them was Aina Khan as well. She's she, very good journalist, right? Yeah, Keep okay. going. And uh, so what she, they said, like it kind of stemmed from this whole game. Right first, right, and then what happened was I don't know I I don't know the details about but as Aman said somebody was stabbed and I've heard of that being the case as well. Okay, so the way I've heard it started is the fact that like you know it stemmed from that cricket match. Right. I don't know about the details, but as you said, somebody was stabbed. I I heard of that as well. Yeah, yeah. But then all I saw the next thing I saw was that there was a lot of Hindus marching down uh, an area. And these are right wings. Yeah, and these are right RSS right inspired. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they were shouting. The, the whole concept of Jai Shri Ram has been appropriate by the ex- Hindu extremists and that's you've seen that in India as well. No, but like, right? no, for, no. No, for some people Jai Shri Ram is just like yeah. welcoming. No, like, no, it's, it's, it's welcoming. Like, but what Loads I'm saying people say Jai Shri Ram. No, no, I, you know, but you're not getting the point I'm trying to make. I'm saying it's being, it is getting appropriated by the Hindu extremists. So because, it's like an extremist thing to say. No, no, it's not an extremist thing to say but if you're going or like you, you're missing the point, bro. It's like, like God save the Queen. No, no, no. British people like, say God save the Queen but someone like Nigel Farage will take a different if he says it, there's a different connotation. That's there's a different connotation to it. So, like, when you look at these uh, Hindu extremists... I get it, I get when it. When you look at these Hindu extremist mobs in India as well, when they go, like, you know, they all shout... By the way, these things are happening very commonly. Very in common in India, right? Very and and in India. there are actually... There are so many, so many videos of Mus- uh, Hindus actually gathering up Muslims or, like, you know, victim... Uh, kind of picking one person, beating to a pulp and getting... And saying, Jai Shri Ram, Bolo, Bolo Jai Shri Ram. You know, like, say Jai Shri Ram. So that's what I'm trying to say. It's getting appropriated by that right wing uh, RSS. But anyway, go on. Okay, yeah. And, yeah. and you saw a lot of those people in Leicester turn up. Right. Right. Shouting Jai Shri Ram. And that wasn't, that wasn't like the welcoming aspect of Jai Shri Ram. It was more so about, you know, extremism. Mm. And they went around and a lot of businesses shut down because they were scared and so on. Right. Okay, yeah. Right, right. And then there was a whole group of Muslim lads that came and confronted them. Confronted so them. There so was, there was a lot of tension. In that moment, there was a lot of tension. And arrests were made, so a lot of the police, there was, a, I, I don't know the exact number, but it was in the multiple tens, I think it might have been up to about 40, but it could be less than that, I don't know the exact number, arrests made, the thing and at least half of those people that were arrested from the Hindus fact, yeah, faction, 
half of them were from outside Leicester. So the dresses they gave, they were free from Birmingham, free from London, free from the different places. So what that shows, it was like a coordinated thing whereby a lot of outsiders came into Leicester to cause that disruption. Mm. And if you look at the Leicester community, what they were saying, Hindu community, okay, yeah, they were saying, look, we're not even involved in this. We live very peacefully together exactly. with Muslims because yes. Leicester has a huge Hindu community, but it also has a huge Muslim community as well. They pee these like protesters stuff. Like if you want to call them protests, although this mob I, is probably the right word to use. The mob went to a Muslim area, right? Okay, yeah, and they've said we've lived together like peacefully all this time. It's somebody outside. Is this the RSS factions? Okay, yeah, like the one in the UK, like extremist faction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is actually causing this. Okay, yeah, and now what you've seen is the spill of that into Birmingham. I don't know if you guys saw just the other yeah. day. There was this whole, there was a mob of uh, Muslim lads, you know, who went outside the, the Mandir in Aubrey, right? And and you could even see from within them, there was a lot of people there saying, look, back off, back off. You see, this is the problem. And, and there, there was also this one incident in list. Non-extremist Hindus have been targeted as a result. No, 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 but what I'm trying to say. And, yeah. and likewise, but non-extremist Muslims have been targeted. Was, exactly. That's what yeah. I was going to say. Yeah, so. but then, so this is what it means. Like, like, what I'm trying to say is like, there was even one instance where they said like, you know, there was a group of Muslims who went up to a mandir and it was actually one of the imams there who like told him to back off. He stood in front of the mandir. Look, that, look, look, look. And, and, he, and he tried to calm the situation and push everyone back. He actually protected the mandir as well. And, 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 and there are stories, and there are stories of Hindus doing the same to mosques and so on as well so you got to realize this you know it's not about communities more about extremism that's seeping in from india to the uk yes right this thing is rife and jayshiram is it's like poisonous now right yeah. is point that term jayshiram is poisonous i'm not sure about that yeah no 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 listen listen what, what one thing that i think for you to make a statement like that is quite bold listen let's not let's not generalize right all Hindus, all Muslims, any people of any faith. Because the truth is, so many Gujarati people, so many Hindu people just say Jai Shri Ram. Like, yeah. what, what, what you've technically said is like, let, let's say there was like a Sikh extremist, like people, and, and they started saying like, I don't know, anything like Sastrikal, you can't say like yeah. Sastrikal is poisonous. Because the truth is, that group, if it did exist, wouldn't um, represent, the rep whole represent the whole community. Yeah. And likewise, I'm sure these People that say Jai Shri Ram in an extremist fashion definitely do not represent the whole Hindu yeah, community. No, I, I so, get that. So I can't I, say, you know, saying Jai Shri Ram is poisonous, but I get where you're coming from. What what I think is like, look, man, it's sad that this has taken place. And for anyone watching this, like, don't generalize all Muslims as bad people and all Hindus as extremists mm. and that because the truth is that's that's not right. It's I, not I, I also think I, will, that, I never said to do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And also I think that, you know, keep things political, it's so wrong for any faith to go and deface any um, place of worship. So if mm. that's extremists going to a mosque and disrespecting that, that's wrong. And likewise. Right, and, and likewise. So I think things like that need to stop. And I think, look, this is where we need to just be, um, like again, where I said in previous podcasts, we want to be human and respect each other's like cause and values. But this and, like, is typical human behaviour. We're it, acting divisively rather than acting as one. Yeah, and, and I think that that's all it is. And it's like a small, like small portion of it. And, and I don't mean, sorry, Ishan, I didn't mean to like disrespect anything. Like, obviously I believe in Hinduism very much myself. Jai Shri Ram, what I mean to say is appropriate. It's a little bit like, you know, if what I mean by is, like, let me try to give you some context. You know, a little bit like how... We know, we know. 
We know what you don't mean disrespect. Like I, you know, like how if you look at the punk music, like you know, the punk movement, it was appropriate by those skinheads in in the eighties. Yeah, no, right? I get and, it. Yeah. And the very music, punk music, kind of came, became associated bro, with racism. Bro, just That's because I mean, like, listen, it's a connotation. You're it's talking a connotation, about right? Just, just because I wear Doc Martens and a bomber jacket, yeah. does that mean I'm a racist skinhead? No, no, it doesn't. But back but in the eighties, if I you know. were white and you wore that, you'd you, you'd be you'd, you'd be seen to be racist. I know, right? In India, when when mobs go out now in in like huge numbers and they shout Jai Shri Ram, that 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 is the the, the extreme. Yeah, sentiment. like we, we, we can't assume. I'm not saying your uncle or my auntie saying Jai Shri Ram. I, I get it. I get like, it. I get it. Yeah. saying to you like I, that's not extremist and that's not poisonous. But what I'm trying to say is that actually the Hindu community should be concerned the fact that the the very term Jai Shri Ram is being appropriated is being linked to extremism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what that's the so even the Hindu community like and like everyone should be just mindful and aware of these yeah. matters like the same way like yeah just don't mistake and it's an, it's a similar in the similar vein when you talk about partition so when you know like in india when the partition happened there was a lot of like mobs and like looting and murders from both sides from the hindu and sikh side of the muslims and from the muslims to the sikh uh, hindus and at that moment you know when you would hear the battle cries it was more about allah Akbar, right yeah and then that kind of became like one of those terms that people associate with violence and so yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it's always about like you know your own religious that the 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 context you use it and it can be misinterpreted. That's what I know. Uh, look, but look, are I, you still I, explaining yourself, bro? As humans, this is being more mindful. That's it. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Right. Okay. That done. Now I want to talk about a big topic. Uh, Iran, women in Iran specifically oh, yeah. on the thirteenth of September. I'll tell you guys a story now. A quick story. 13th of September, a 22-year-old woman, her name was Masa Amini, was detained by the Iranian morality police, um, where, you know, she was going to the country's capital city, Tehran. She, as soon as she entered, you know, she was, you know, charged with flouting the country's strict religious dress code, i.e. she wasn't wearing a hijab, hijab yeah. uh, which is a punishable crime under the Islamic hijab rules. You know, um, she was beaten up and taken to a detention centre in Vazora, right? Her condition was serious. Uh, she was at the hospital at midnight. Doctors said her consciousness was very low. According to her brother, when they reached the detention centre, she they asked to be let in to meet Masa, but the door remained shut. When some of the detained girls came out, they were screaming and saying someone had been killed. On 16th of September, it was confirmed that she died. Why did this happen? Since the country's 1979 Islamic revolution, Iranian law requires all women, regardless of nationality or religious belief, to wear a hijab that covers the head and neck while concealing the hair. Who exactly is the moral police that I mentioned? You know, the morality police in Iran, they authorize Islamic vice squad police organizations that protect the public's moral, religious adherence, accordance in law with their interpretations of the Sharia. Yeah, at the end of July, the morality police had banned women from wearing coats that do not cover their knees, tight pants and ripped jeans, as well as brightly colored outfits. In the past few months, they had faced a lot of criticism for the excessive use of force, but that didn't change anything quite clearly. Um, what has happened since her death? Police officers come out and denied such cowardly accusations. They said she su suffered a sudden heart failure. Um, her death has sparked protests in the capital and Western Iran, where two people have been killed since and tens have been arrested with clashes with riot police. You know, women on uh, videos on social media just showing where women are removing their headscarves and shouting death to the dictator, the supreme leader. Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, mm. you know, shout out to the Instagram page, the unsaid words for this information. But what's your guys' thoughts on that? Yo, 
One thing I don't get is like in this world is people's, especially men's obsession with how Muslim women dress. If you look at countries like France and even India now, they're saying we're banning the hijab. You can't wear the hijab. Okay, yeah. That's the whole thing that's going on. And if you look at these countries now, for example, Iran and Afghanistan, where like there's extremely uh, conservative, you know, Muslims, they're saying you have to wear the hijab. But I, I just don't get this whole thing. Why people are so, so obsessed over what a Muslim woman decides to wear or not. It should be up to the woman. If she wants to wear a hijab, you have to respect that and let her wear a hijab. If a woman thinks, I don't want to wear the hijab, you have to respect that and say, okay, if you don't want to wear the hijab, you don't pro, wear the hijab. Pro-choice, bro. Pro, it's, it's all about the choice. You know it's what? You know choice, what? But then I, the Islamic like revolution thing. started in Iran, um, but, bef- but before that, Iran is was quite very, modern, very 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 modern. Especially in this, it, it was always rural, in the rural areas. It was always conservative, like it always is in any country, right? Okay, yeah, and that's why the whole the, the whole revolution came in. It stayed in that way. But, that, but if you look in the cities, it was one of the most progressive, yeah, most like very artistically rich, very very yeah. rich in art. Okay, it was one of the greatest countries you could culturally. Possibly have. Culturally very rich, okay. Yep. In terms, of, it was one of the greatest countries you could visit. Like I've seen which, photos, of it. yeah, it was yeah, amazing. Yeah. You know, yeah. they, I've seen so much of Tehran through films and TV and books and book uh, and all that stuff, right? Okay, and I'd long to visit Tehran, but obviously it's not a cultural hotspot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a cultural hotspot. So it's really, really sad what's actually happened. But it comes down exactly again to like how people think like they should control what Muslim women wear. Like you know, if you look at France for example, they were banning the hijab. They were saying, okay, girls can't wear hijab. Similar in India as well. It's just this obsession I just don't get of like, like especially men in power that they want to control the control how Muslim woman dresses or doesn't dress. I think I, I just don't get what? that. My, 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 my views on this, yeah, apply not only to Iran, but throughout world. Yeah, I, I don't feel like um, I can't I, I don't know much about the politics and like the whatever my views are. Listen. Let people do and wear what they want, regardless of race, religion, gender. If it makes you happy, makes you happy. But who are we as humans to enforce anything that, yo, you need to do this, this, this. If, if I was running the world, that's how I'd run it, right? If people want to run the world differently, I mean, I don't know. My yeah, again, I'm of the view, like, you do you, man. As long as you're not either harming way, anybody. Either way, it's good, it's good. It's good to see these women protest. Yeah, oh, 100 percent. Because yeah. Iran is very suppressive anyway, and yeah. you know this whole moral police. It sounds a very weird concept to us, but because it it's somebody literally, it's not part of the normal police force. It's somebody mm-hmm. going around parks, making sure you're not holding hands, making sure you're not kissing. It that happens in India too, by the way. Even though there's no moral police, but police seem somehow tend to do that shit. They'll go to parks, and if there's somebody holding hands, they'll be like, no, you know, and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so for us to understand the concept of moral, uh, moral, moral police is very difficult but it happens and the fact that like it's caused a lot of um, like almost like a rev- not a revolution but it caused a lot of protests and stuff we could to the point where they, they banned internet so they stopped the government stopped oh, yeah, the internet they stopped internet and mm-hmm. then uh, also what a lot it of women were doing they were uploading videos of themselves that shank- but they were also like cutting the, removing the hijab and cutting their hair or like burning the hijab and so on as well so it's it sparked a life into those women to like actually go and confront the because the whole picture of in Iran at the moment is the supreme leader he, he rules with an iron fist and that he can't mm. be challenged and for a long time he wasn't so it's very good to see that a lot of people are starting to realize okay well you know what enough is enough mm. we need to wake up like usually sadly when these sort of things happen you know that spark a 
that sparks some sort of protest, some sort of like uh, awakeness. It, it, it's always starts with a tragic event, and in this yeah. case, it's that of that of that day. Yeah, yeah. very well said, Amrit. Well done, mate. Um, now, uh, just briefly, 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 want to talk about the Pakistan floods. Uh, you know, a, a lot of the mainstream media has caught onto it more recently, but it, it's been going on for a few months now, mm. a few weeks. And you know, why is it a third of Pakistan is just underwater? Mm. It's incredible. Yeah, I don't think it's even just Pakistan. You know, I think it's like uh, parts of Nepal, even parts of India. Yeah, but they, they, those those countries weren't affected as imp- like as much as Pakistan. Mm. Pakistan's like, been like a third of of a country. It's, it's like a third of a country is huge. Mm. Imagine so many people have lost their land, have lost their crops, and like especially in rural areas as we know in India, mm. your crop is your lifeline. Mm. It's what you're going to feed your family with. Right. And if you lose that, it's like us. We imagine we, we lose our jobs tomorrow. That's it. No other income. So for them, it's monumental. And it's only that just that. But there was one person who said that he has like three or four children, and he had to make a choice between saving the family cow or the child because that family cow is very, very, very important to that family survival. That's how he feeds his kids. So he had to choose between the cow and the, and, and his child. Imagine that. Yeah, that's terrible. And and you know the worst thing is the floods are being caused obviously by a climate emergency. Okay, yeah, the, the warming of the planet, and Pakistan is one not even a contributor to it. Like you know, it's the countries like the UK, US, these Western countries that just pump out fucking carbon emissions. So there needs to be some sort of recognition. There needs to be some sort of like reparations to countries that are being impacted by. Like India is getting hotter and hotter. Pakistan, I think it was recorded like fifty four degrees was the highest temperature recorded in Pakistan this summer. That's incredible. Imagine living in 54 fucking degrees, being outside in that. And and the worst thing is these third countries that are actually like, I wouldn't say the third world countries, but these countries that are not as developed, they are facing the brunt of climate change. It's impacting them the most, but they're not even causing it. Mm. It's being caused by countries like the US, for example, the UK, all of that, where we just fucking fly everywhere. You know, this whole thing. That's why I just don't get this whole culture about jet. Uh, you know, all uh, right. Wait, listen, I'm not going to stop you off there. Yeah, yeah I'm no. not going to okay. stop. But that's what I mean. Like, you know, they're not. They're, they're facing the brunt of this, and they're not even the cause of it. So there needs to be some sort of international recognition of that, and there needs to be reparations need uh, that need to be made mm. to kind of like. Yeah, I think you know what. Um, I think that's September. I think we've covered it quite well. I'm not sure we've missed anything. If we have, let us know in the comments. But to be honest, 45 minutes in, if you've been watching up until now and you still haven't liked the video, like, are you a twat? <laughs> yeah? Or oh. dislike the video. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't, you, you have some sort of view on it. Either like it or dislike it. Yeah, yeah drop a comment, man. Me. But yeah, uh, drop a comment and catch us for the next episode. And... We will have an update for you. We might have a little break from podcast. We'll have a little update for you next time. Definitely catch the next episode. See you. Bye.